He's serving his third term as Smith County Sheriff, and on his birthday last May, Larry Smith announced he was going for a fourth. I'm Mike Landis for UT Tyler Radio. Smith County Sheriff Larry Smith is our guest today. Welcome. Thank you, Mike. Now, you've been in law enforcement for nearly four decades. Don't you ever get tired of chasing bad guys? Mike, I don't know what I would do if it wasn't for law enforcement. Uh, It's been my life for 47 years, and uh, I enjoy it. Uh, I I feel like I'm uh, accomplishing something by being in law enforcement, and uh, I'll be here as long as the people want me. Now, what drew you to law enforcement in the first place? I wish I could tell you that. Uh, it's kind of a long story, and, and uh, I'll, I'll try to make it as short as I can. When I was a junior in high school, my mother wanted me to apply for West Point, and I knew when I was in junior high I wanted to be in law enforcement. But just to appease my mother, I uh, went ahead and applied, knowing that I wouldn't get in West Point. And so one day my sister came from the mailbox, and I had not one but two Letters of appointment to West Point, one from Wright Pat, one Patman and Representative Wright Patman and uh, Senator Lloyd Benson. I, I hope you have those framed somewhere. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I, I have the article framed, yeah. uh, but I went as far as going to Barksdale Air Force Base to get my physical, knowing I didn't want to go, knowing I wanted to go in law enforcement. It took me about two weeks to get enough courage to tell my mother that's not what I wanted to do, and she wouldn't talk to me for a while, but... Uh, <laughs> It worked out very well. I, I, uh, I've had a great law enforcement uh, career. If it were to stop today, I've had a great career. Couldn't have been any better. And uh, I, I'm not sorry I didn't do it. Uh, I, I, I think I'm where I was supposed to be. Well, I, I think you are, too. What's the biggest crime issue that we face here in Smith County? And, and how is your department addressing it? The biggest crime, I guess, would be, if not the drug uh Distribution itself, it would be directly related to that. Uh, fentanyl is, is big now. Uh, I just returned from uh, San Diego uh, to a Southwest Border Conference, uh, law enforcement conference, and fentanyl uh, is coming across the border uh, like like nobody's business. Uh, and, and we've had at least one, uh, if not two or three, uh, fentanyl-related deaths of young people here in Smith County alone and it is all across the nation and it is it's it's got to stop it's just out of control and, and what we're doing to address that is uh governor abbott uh several years back started a program called uh, tag texas anti-gang center and we were the seventh uh one seventh uh we're the fiduciary agency smith county sheriff's office is and we got the grant uh about three years ago and we were the seventh texas anti-gang center and what that does, it puts federal, state, and local law enforcement under one roof and one building working together in concert with one another uh, to curtail uh, the gangs, the drugs, and uh, everything related to that. that. That program is going on right here in Tyler right here right in now. Tyler uh, for three years now, and it's been a game changer. Tell me about the, the, the gang issue. I mean, we, we talk about, uh, we've, we've heard a great deal about uh, the, the border being so porous and that some gangs realize that it is porous. South American, mm-hmm. Central American gangs are coming across. Have you seen any evidence of that specifically here in East Texas? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, the cartels have family members all over the United States now. Uh, and we, we've had a deputy that we uh, had to arrest ourselves. 
they had associated with the gangs and ran some uh, uh, data for them through our, our law enforcement uh, computers that they were not supposed to do and recently got uh, convicted of that. Yeah. You're watching this very carefully. I had the privilege of moderating a panel on drugs here at the UT Tyler campus a few years ago. You were one of the panelists. I've often quoted something you said on that day. It took a little bit of back at the moment because it was so transparent. <clears throat> I said something about the war on drugs, and you retorted, there was never a war on drugs. What did you mean then, and where are we now? Well, uh, the federal government, and, and I'm not playing a name game, uh, game with it, uh, uh, blame, uh, the federal government has always said, going back uh, to when I went to the Drug Enforcement Administration, which was in 1987, when I left the sheriff's office in Gray County after being there for 11 years and making my way up to captain of the Criminal Investigation Division, I went to the Drug Enforcement Administration, and that's when most of the cocaine and, and the illicit drugs, the heroin, was coming from into Miami, Florida, from Bogota, Colombia. Well, when the open borders, the porous borders of Mexico open wide open, that's where they come through now, along with, uh, believe it or not, uh, the conference I just came from said there's 138 different nationalities coming through the uh, southern border uh, that, that have been documented. So when we talk about uh, there not being a war on drugs, it, is it because it's, it's, it's just so enormous and it's just – so ephemeral, hard to get your, your arms around and to handle? It, it's, uh, I, I would attribute it to uh, politics. Uh, the politicians in, in Washington, D.C. mostly, uh, want it to look like there's a war on drugs, but they don't want to cut out all the stops to do what needs to be done to stop the illicit drugs. The border's got to be closed first. That, that's an absolute must. If you're going to have a war on drugs, you cannot have an open, porous border. We spoke with Smith County Judge Neil Franklin a few months back, and we asked him about the challenges at the Smith County Jail. He told us that the issues of overcrowding and recruiting and retaining personnel are things that most county sheriffs have to deal with these days. Why is that? Well, uh, it, it seems after everybody blames everything on COVID now, and yeah. it, it, that's, the I guess, the common denominator. Uh, we started seeing the rise in population in the jail. We were overpopulated. We had to f go in uh, pull out all the stops and find somewhere to send some of the inmates. Uh, we did that. Now we're down. We've got a cushion of maybe 250 now, which is a, a good place to be for the size jail we have. Uh, but uh, quite frankly, we never, ever since I've been sheriff and before I was sheriff, that jail has not been staffed with a relief factor. A relief factor means that if somebody takes off sick, they have to go to court, they have to do this or that, or they want to take a personal time off or vacation time off, you have to have somebody to fill in that position and not somebody that's already worked. You have to pull in to work overtime to fill in that position. They've always been there. What I want to do when we get to single digits of openings, when we're right at about 38 now, once we get there, I'm going to go to the commissioner's court and to the Judge Franklin, and we need to hire those personnel. And the commissioner's court and your conversations with uh, Judge Neil Franklin indicate that uh, he would be supportive of, of oh. helping you get where you need to be? Oh, absolutely. I, I want to make it clear. This is a completely new commissioner's court except for one commissioner. So we're talking to a, a, a new judge, a new court, and, and they've been very supportive of, of what needs to be done in, in the Smith County Jail. Our guest has been veteran Smith County Sheriff Larry Smith. To hear this interview again or to share it, go to kvut.org. I'm Mike Landis for UT Tyler Radio.